The following episode contains some rough language, as well as some references to homophobia, masculinity, and rape. Homophobia is real, and we wanted to give you an unfiltered look at the kinds of conversations that we have. The producers of Uncuff respect everyone, and it's not our intentions to offend anyone. K-A-L-W. Hello, everyone. I'm Steve Drown, and welcome to another episode of Uncuffed, a show recorded and produced inside California prisons. Today, you're with us here at Solano. My name is Brian Mazza. My name is Joe Kirk. I'm B.F. Tim. Spoon Jackson. And the Nomad. Damon L. Cook. So today, we're talking about what it takes to relax in this tense setting. When I first got locked up and I was in the county jail, uh, I was a little bit violent and they threw me right into solitary confinement. And uh, when I got into solitary confinement, I was stuck in my own thoughts and I thought something needs to change. So what I did is I reached out through the chaplain and uh, I started writing a Buddhist monk in uh, a monastery in Stockton. And he started writing me back and teaching me instructions on how to meditate correctly and everything else. And I found myself every day in uh, solitary confinement meditating for about three, four hours just to pass time. And it actually, it, it like, I was in the hole, but I felt better than I'd ever felt in my life. I actually meditate uh, on Wednesdays. I've been going over to the Buddhist services uh, for a little over a year and a half. And uh, I'm not Buddhist, but the initial reason why I went is because it was raining outside. And I wanted to get out of the rain. So I actually went inside the chapel and once I went in and I saw what they were doing and I didn't feel like they were trying to indoctrinate me, I'm like, wait a minute, this meditation shit is, this is pretty good, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah, so you know what I'm talking about, Miles. Yeah. Yeah. But I started meditating and, 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 and then I learned to be mindful and I'm like, man, I've been living a fucked up life. So sometimes I'm aloof and I seem like I'm distant, but I'm actually performing a walking meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm familiar with those. Yeah, so I'm, I'm someplace else. And I do the same thing with my bird watching. I sit out there and watch the hawk. You think it's one hawk, it's two hawks flying around. And I'll be watching them and people be walking by. I don't even be focusing on them. I'm watching the sparrows when I feed them, the blackbirds, the rock doves, which is a fancy name for pigeons. And I'll be feeding the rabbits that come up to the fences and I'll be gone. What about you, Mazza? I like to read. Uh, when I'm laying in the rack reading, <clears throat> That's my time for relaxation because if it comes down to actually trying to empty your mind and meditate, I can't do that. My mind's too crazy. And there's no possible way I could sit still for 20 minutes, and that still persists to this day. So I really like to read, listen to music, you know. i got to keep myself occupied or, you know, my mind wanders. But you got a particular type of music that relaxes you more than something else? I listen to heavy music. But I also listen to, there's a couple of discs I have that are like river sounds, the sounds of the forest that are really cool to, to listen to. Hey, Brian, man, hold on, man. I've seen your playlist. It is heavy metal all the way through. <laughs> what are you saying, brother? It is. He, and he even listens to Yuck Mouth. Come on, man. King Diamond all day. And what about you, Polly Boy? I think it's uh, making jewelry. I sit in the day room for hours on end, and I make jewelry. And that relaxes you? Absolutely. 
and everyone else gets freaked out by the little bitty beads. And you know what's funny is I'm, I'm in Damon's building, and when I see him, he puts his, his headphones in, and he gets to making the little jewelry and everything else, and he gets to, to dancing and juking in his little seat and everything else. And like, Did you just say juking? That's what he said, juking. I know that some people use yoga. What about anybody in here? Has anybody ever tried yoga? I use uh, yoga as a, th a therapy, physical therapy. I got shot in 94, and uh, getting shot in the ass is not as funny as it looks like on TV. And my old hip got blown up. So I do a lot of stretches for physical therapy to ease my pain. I watched it, but I had never done yoga. So I wanted to interview this cat because I thought it was interesting to find someone in prison doing yoga with their ass in there. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. All right. This is Yoga, produced by Spoon Jackson. Gordon Melvin was attracted to a life of dope and drink. He was violent with others and himself. He started watching Priscilla, a yoga guru on KQED PBS. You'd think that would help, but he was violent with yoga too, practicing it in a violent manner in his cell. I talked to him about how he turned away from violence to become a yoga teacher, leading classes on the yard. Inhale, stand upwards. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift, hands on chins. Exhale, hands to the floor, stepping all the way back. It's important Inhale. to take deep breaths yeah. when you do yoga, right? Absolutely. So it's important to take deep breaths now, right? Absolutely. My name is Gordon Alexander Malvin. Thank you. And I am Canadian, incarcerated in California. How long? 23 years right now. Okay. So how did you get started in doing yoga? I got started about 2003. We're, we'd, I'd just been involved in another riot, and that was on over here on what used to be called one yard, it's a yard now. Yeah. So we're locked down again. And I was tired, beat up, my back was messed up. And one time after an alarm on the yard, I had to roll over on my stomach, do a push up to get up. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand straight up. Somebody told me, oh, you got tight hamstrings. And me being me, I thought this guy's a nut. Mm -hmm. What's tight hamstring got to do with a sore back? But I never forgot what he said. And so when I started with Priscilla, I started noticing a little benefit. My yeah. back wasn't quite as sore. My, you know, my hamstrings weren't as tight. I could bend over and touch my shins. Prior to that, I could barely touch my knees. Even though I was using substances, I was still messing around with yoga, and I hurt myself more than I helped myself. Yeah, so yoga is a powerful exercise, but at the same time, it's tender, and you be gentle to your body as you doing the stretches and stuff. That's what you said? First precept of yoga is ahimsa, nonviolence. Mm -hmm. I was not practicing nonviolence. What do you mean? I was violent with myself and still, oh, okay. you know, using okay. drugs, okay. substances. The way I pr practiced yoga, I was still involved in fights. I was still... Got involved in a couple more riots. And then 2006, I, one morning I was done. I was so disgusted with myself. It so, was either 
change or kill myself. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, those hands down, stepping all the way back, all the way down. And I went back to the hole, another shoe term, and really dedicated myself at that point, because in, in that dummy cage, that, yeah. that time, I realized that I got no joy out of physical violence anymore. Yeah. And the mental violence was draining me. Yeah, yeah. So I really got into this the precepts, it was almost like a monkish existence. When I finally agreed to doing Downward Dog in public, like yeah. we just did here. Yeah, yeah. It was under the TV in the day room. Under the TV in the day yeah, room in a prison. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was quite uh, enlightening. It was, it was just two of y'all. At this beginning, yeah. What kind of looks you were getting? <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Overcoming self-conscious. That's one of the biggest fights we have within ourselves. Yeah. Where it's all about us, right? People yeah. are looking at us. People yeah. are looking at us. But the thing yeah. is, in a room full of people yeah. doing down dog, no one's looking at you. Yeah. And, and being in a prison is, is even more, you know, everything is 10 times magnified. They see a bunch of guys with the ass in the air. And some guys say, well... That's not kosher. That's not cool. That's not, you know, to have your ass in the air in a prison. But the more enlightened, the more aware people, the more people that take into their growing and becoming a richer human being going to say, well, I'll try it. And then if I get benefits from it, I'll keep doing it. Kim Young, she was associate warden here at the time. Yeah. She was a big time yogi started supporting us and then she uh put together this cancer walk i yeah. believe it was 2011 or 2012 yeah and asked us if we'd do it on the yard if you would do what perform yoga in the yard yeah. run a yoga s a sequence and where does she want you to do this yoga we ended up doing it on the handball court and that was just the coolest experience 30 guys from all different cliques and gangs yeah, black, white, Mexican. Everybody, yeah, doing doing yoga on the handball court. That United day. Nations all with yeah. their ass in there. And I, that, right, right then I realized that uh, yoga was an equalizer. Everybody was equal. I want to take yoga. I got a, somebody, I want to teach it to me, but I'm not ready to put my ass in the air yet. <laughs> Thumbs to heart center. Inhale, stand upwards. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift, hands on shins. Exhale, hands to the floor, stepping all the way back and coming all the way down. Inhale, up into cobra. Exhale, down dog. And that was yoga. You know, for me, uh, one of the things that was really powerful, I mean, it just was clear to me. This guy admitted to being violent. Yoga started pulling him in a different direction. I guess he was committed to changing his ways and changing his thinking and changing his life. I learned from guys like Gordon because I won't be that guy that goes out in the yard and gets into riots and fights and I know how to stay out of trouble 
you know, I know how to walk a good path so I, I can go home on time instead of getting extra years added to my sentence. Yeah, for me, I never really cared too much what something looks like as far as what I'm doing. Because when I was doing yoga, it wasn't just in the cell. That was like in recent years. Like I said, when I first began doing it, I did it outside in the day room with one of those gray blankets by myself. And then people started coming around, same way his story, just like his. And for me, you really sweat just doing the sun salutation. Between six to 12 rounds of the sun salutation, you just sweat. It makes you really strong. It does a lot for you. Well, I went in there a couple times and did the yoga se session with uh, uh, Melvin and, and several other guys. And there's nothing sissified about yoga. You stand in there and you start doing those stretches, you'll find yourself uh, bathed in sweat, looking for the doors, uh, trying to get out of there after about 20 minutes. So it's very difficult to do. Some of the guys are of the attitude, I'm not going to do that, what they call sissified stuff. And I wasn't one that, for me, yoga wasn't something I, I chose personally to want to do. And it didn't have anything to do, for me, with the downward dog poses, any of these other things. It was just a personal choice I, I made. I'm still trying to figure out what was Spoon doing because he consistently talked about how he's not going to get his ass in the air. We know, you can get into that. What? Hey. It's the fascinating part. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that. As far as uh, yoga goes, I think yoga is a, a beautiful thing. And uh, a lot of people practice it and it's getting more popular all around the world. And I think that for me, Spoon Jackson, no, I will not do ass in the air at this moment. No. That's all, was, that's all I was asking. But later on, today even, I might be doing ass in the air. As far as it being masculine or feminine, that is not even the question because everybody on this planet is masculine and feminine. And they come from man and woman, so therefore they got woman and man inside them. It's not a question of being masculine or feminine. It's a question of being ready for something. Is it a matter of, uh, are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid maybe if you try the yoga, you might fail at it and not be good at it? Is that what it is? I ain't afraid of anything, but I don't think fear has anything to do with it. I think in here in prison, it, it's a certain degree of vulnerability. I, I kind of, uh, I don't know how Sp Spoon's mind works, but uh, I think uh, a guy that's been in prison for 40 something years is, uh, you know, you can have a little bit of trust issues. You know, you've seen a lot of people get stabbed, a lot of people get beat up, so maybe putting your ass in the air makes you vulnerable. No, I don't, for me. The reason I don't put it in the air, air because it's but, not appropriate for me to put it in the air. But look, but you gotta admit, all that other stuff that Kirk is talking about. But, no, but you gotta right. admit, one well, of the first things they tell you when you come to prison, when you're just a little fishy, they tell you, don't. Don't drop the soap in the shower. Don't bend. I mean, that's hey, that's the scariest What's thing in the world, man. Thinking, oh, you're gonna get jumped out in the shower. So, it stems from all of that. You yeah, know, it's it doesn't yeah, necessarily mean vulnerability. Hear, it's hear, just safety. Yeah, that's a stereotype. Though. That's like ever. It is a stereotype. That, that, that don't happen. A lot of times, that don't happen. People don't drop soap in his. Well, so, it came from somewhere, you, Spoon. If, if you don't trust your celly, don't sleep on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, one more thing. Believe it or not, I think it is actually a, a point, the whole vulnerability thing. And, and mm -hmm. you know, some people, not necessarily for you, but, you know, for some people, they might have issues with it, with that whole vulnerability thing. 
I mean, come on, man. A dude, I disagree. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't, I know, it's hard, but it's hard to disagree yeah. with that spoon. You could disagree yeah. for you, yeah. And then I can't, yeah, and I can't dispute perfect, that. Perfect, perfect. But generally speaking, yeah. Come on, man. Guys got issues with everything. This yeah. man standing behind me in line, you know, I might still, if I was on that page, I might have an issue with him standing too close. Yeah. You know, because well, I don't want to be vulnerable like that, and I got issues. Yeah, but that's personal space issue. That's everywhere, even no, no, on the streets. It, but it doesn't have yeah. to be. There ain't no way in hell you gonna let Steve hug you the way he hugs me. I see how you look at us when he if, gives me a if hug. Steve was a twenty-five to fifty, sixty-year-old Swedish. See, there you go again. <laughs> there you go again. Can't you, can you picture him like that? No, he's a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> he's a Shakespearean actor. You put on a wig, you can be anything hey, you hey, want. Hey, 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 hey. I know that uh, Gordon Melvin, what he did was he brought a bunch of people together of different cliques and cultures, and they stood out there on the handball court and did yoga. Spoon recorded that a few months ago, and since then, Gordon has gotten out of prison. So we asked him to give KLW a call to see how he's doing. Hello, everybody. My name is Gordon Melvin, formerly K22673. That's right, formally. I was released April 10th of this year. ICE kicked me loose in the international terminal of the Edmonton airport. No money, no ID, and terrified. If I hadn't had family waiting for me, it could have got rough in that I hadn't been home to Canada in 30-plus years. But they were there to pick me up. A sister who was in her 20s the last time I saw her. My niece who was six and her kids who I only knew through letters. And let me tell you, they are worth knowing. Life is wonderful and busy. At first I was jacked up at every turn. The no ID thing really messed me up. Being a Canadian who'd been incarcerated down there, when I was released there was no parole officer to report to. So I didn't have that resource. Believe me, that is a resource. They can help you get sorted out. Anyways, got enrolled as a full-time student in an addictions counseling program at a local college, and I'm working part-time in the meat department of the co-op grocery store. I'm also active in 12-step work, and every Wednesday go out to the Peace River Correctional Center with N.A., that first time entering that long hallway took me right back to 1978 when I was locked up there. Now, just because I left CDCR don't mean I stepped off the yoga mat either. Nope, yoga is part of my life and always will be. In fact, the director of the Peace Area Restorative Justice Program has asked me to bring it into PRCC as part of her stepping out program. I like to close by encouraging you all and your families to keep the faith. Your turns will come as long as you continue to work for it. One more thing before I go. Try stepping onto a yoga mat. It might change your life like it did mine. I'm sitting on mine right now recording this, and I thought that was appropriate. Be good now. Namaste. Hey, Joe, I think we got some people we need to thank. Of course we do. We at Uncuffed would like to thank the team at KALW Public Radio. We have Nina Gensler-Debs, Jessica Placek, Kristen McCandless, Andrew Steltzer, Ben Trefney, Eli Wirtschafter, and Tiana Williams. And thanks to the staff at Solana who make this possible. 
Mr. McCann, Dr. Williams, Mr. Unden, and Lieutenant Blackwell, who approves all this content from Uncuffed. Today's episode was produced by Brian Mazin, the illustrious Joe Kirk, Steve Drown, BF Timms, Spoon Jackson, and I'm Damon L. Cook. For Uncuffed's theme music at San Quentin State Prison, we'd like to thank David Jassy. Uncuff gets its support from the California Arts Council and the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. We fact check everything to the best of our ability. To learn more about us, the people who make this show, go to weareuncuffed.org. Thank you for listening. You've been uncuffed. uncuffed.